Welcome to the Witchy Woo Podcast with me, your host, Kylie Anna, brought to you by the Confidence Coven. Join our soulful sisterhood where we sod the shoulds and embrace spiritual freedom. In this space, let's connect with our spiritual side and explore the magical world of all things woo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Witchy Woo podcast and today I am joined by the absolutely beautiful Lisa Williams and firstly I just want to share about Lisa. She is a big inspiration behind the very starting of this podcast. I attended a beautiful workshop with her and the gorgeous Lindsay Williams and it was on that workshop that they taught us how to do podcasting in general but it was the inspiration that I received from the group of ladies. So it is thanks to you that this podcast is being brought to us, to all the listeners today. So please introduce yourself, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so proud to be here as well and your first guest. And I adore your energy. So I just want to say that I absolutely, you know, when you haven't met anybody in the in the real world, if you will, but you feel like you've known them for lifetimes. So thank you so much for allowing me to come on today. Um, so, yeah, I'm Lisa Williams. I'm the founder of Spiritual Sisters Collective. But I'm also lots of things, I think, as we unfold on this conversation um, about who I am and what's brought me into this this moment in time. Definitely. And there is so many different aspects, aren't there? So tell us a little bit, Lisa, if you don't mind, about your spiritual journey, Mm. how it started and how you got to where you are now. It's really funny, that one, because I think if you'd have asked me that probably last year, I would have said my spiritual journey was from 2017 and my sort of mental breakdown, um, which I will touch on. But actually, I think my spiritual journey started from the moment I, I was little. And when I would connect with fairies and, you know, go off into what people would say my dream world was always my way of connecting, you know, spiritually. But in terms of what I've been speaking about with my kind of first realization of spiritual awakening did probably come to the surface in 2017. I'd had a breakdown um, from being a compulsive people pleaser with my business for about 15 years working around the clock I never knew when to switch off I was eating on the go I was answering emails on the go I was probably working about 200 hours a week it was just yeah like fully I wasn't sleeping I don't even remember eating I just knew that I'd eaten but I couldn't tell you what I'd eaten so with that and then my past traumas of you know quite a violent upbringing I think everything just came to a head and it was a build up and then yes it was October 2017 and I just I was done and I was like Do you know what life would be so much easier for everyone if I wasn't here anymore and I did and I and I wrote a letter and my husband and I was crying I said you know I just I love everybody but I would just be better off not being here I felt like a burden to everybody oh. and I was exhausted I was just I, I wasn't thinking straight I was totally exhausted and my husband had asked me to go to the GP, said, look, you need you need help. I was in complete resistance, but I did go. And within 60 seconds of me sort of sobbing, I was offered antidepressants. And something that day said that that wasn't the right path for me. And I knew it wasn't. It was like this inner knowing. 
that even though I'd hit my rock bottom, it was something that wasn't meant for me. And I was offered counselling, which I accepted. And I still haven't heard back from that, actually. That was in October 2017. Yeah, still nothing. Still absolutely nothing. And obviously, in between that, we've had you know, what had happened with 2020 and all of that jazz as well. So as I was walking back from the GP, it was October, it was quite overcast and I was crying so much and I had to keep stopping because the tears were so much I couldn't see where I was going. But equally remembering that I just want to get home as quick as possible because I didn't want any of my dance students to see me or the dance parents to see me in this way because then I'd have to explain myself and I just was like, I need to get home. And then the cloud broke away and the sun just peered through. And I remember looking up and just closing my eyes and just hearing, you're meant to be here. And that's kind of the the beginning, I guess, the catalyst of this awakening of, okay, I do have purpose. And it's been um, an incredible journey of learning and unlearning. And as you know, spirituality is not, fluffy clouds and rainbows is often a lot of shadow work and inner work and you know all of the things we've learned from society and learning those things most definitely yeah but I I knew that I was meant to hold space for others which looking back was crazy because I I couldn't even look after myself at that moment in time but I just knew there's a reason that I'm going to continue this work and that I'm going to be holding hands. I could just visualize women just holding hands. And that's the beginning. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Lisa. What a huge one as well it is. And it's interesting how many women I speak to who unfortunately have to go through something horrific, like it sounds that you did a really dark time. But if they can keep it together, do the healing, continue working on themselves and focus on themselves, the beauty that can come as a result of having the resilience built and having gone through that journey is absolutely huge. And what you're doing now and bringing so much impact is just gorgeous. And do you feel that having that experience, as awful as it was, that it has helped you to be able to hold that space for other women the way you do? Oh, a hundred percent. I think even going back to when I first opened my dance school all those years ago, through my own trauma as as a child, and you know, I was bullied in school, I was bullied at home, if you will. I didn't want to be your run of the mill. I don't know if that's the right word to use, yeah. dance teacher, <laughs> where I was just teaching and regurgitating other people's steps and genres. I wanted that space for the the children to express themselves you know, to, to move the way that felt right to them. I'd always ask them, you know, how does your body feel? Do you want to go left? Go left. We don't have to go right. If that feels right for you, go go this way, go that way. Um, What would you do here? And they'd be like, I would do a, a twirl. Well, let's twirl then, you know, and I wanted them to be really very much part of the journey because so many of those children were maybe suppressed in school of being told to be quiet and sit still or I didn't know what home life they had. So it was their outlet. And I feel that I've continued that journey with Spiritual Sisters Collective. It's a place, a safe space where women can just be. They can be large. They can be loud. They can be quiet. They can express who they truly are. And I think so that will be my journey throughout you know, the rest of this time on this, this earth. How wonderful. And you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, society 
often does teach us, doesn't it, not to take up the space. And it does teach us to do things in a certain way. And sometimes we have to really unlearn that behavior. And I think that's absolutely gorgeous that within your dancing, even you were teaching the children to do it intuitively, because there's so many things throughout our school system, throughout our work life, throughout everything in society that we are told things have to be done in a certain way and you have to learn in a certain way. So that's wonderful to find it when you were telling us about your story, but how you have to unlearn those things Mm. to reconnect with your soul and reconnect with your spiritual side absolutely 100% and I think it's not really taught to us to have intuition in in Mm. schools and in society you know it's kind of a one everything seems to be very linear let's all follow the same path and all walk the same way and it's Mm. not like that and on the other side of the the line there's so much beauty and there's so much other things we can explore but if we're just teaching everyone to just look one way they're not having the opportunity to see hear and feel everything that's around them exactly exactly and I'm kind of going to put you on a spot now with a question if that's okay (laughs) for anyone who's listening who's Mm. thinking to themselves I can really relate to that I'm just doing the things I'm going through life I'm doing all the things that I think I should be doing rather than connecting with what I want to do what would you advise them what would you say to them that could be their first step to help them I think Because life is so busy, particularly on social media, there's a lot of noise, you know, we've got uh, platforms, we can watch lots of television shows and and books, I would say to just switch off from everything just for a while. Just take even if it's just a full day to switch off and be in your own energy. And ask yourself, what is it that I want? What is my soul calling me to do? Not my partner, not my children, not my parents, you know, not my boss or, you know, what am I called to do? And just sit with that for a while. And the answers are within. The answers are truly within. But because life gets so noisy and we get caught up in it, you know, I'm guilty of it. We all are. We get caught up in the hustle and bustle. (laughs) It's to just bring it back, bring it back to basics. And, you know, I always feel... But if I plant my bare feet on the grass and I just let myself be, that the yes. right things will will come up. So, yeah, I would say the whole stopping, the slowing down before you speed up and just allowing your thoughts to come through. Wonderful. And I think also the trusting as well when you do get any thoughts through when you do get any information through it can be really easy especially if you're at the start of your spiritual journey to mistake that for oh I don't know what I'm thinking you know is that really a message is it really a sign am I just making it up (laughs) yeah 100% oh trusting a lot of trust a lot of trust in the process for sure but when inspiration comes through our inner voice you know, write it down as well, you know, and I I have journals that I don't get rid of my journals. I don't know about you. And I do love to revisit them and reflect. So anything that comes through me in any shape or form, write it down. It could be a doodle. It could be a word. There's a message there for sure. Absolutely. And I'm exactly the same. I keep all of my journals (laughs) and I have different ones as well. And I don't know about you, but when I get a new journal, it takes me a while before I will open it and actually use it because Mm. I look at cover and think it's too pretty to (laughs) to have all my scribbles in it. (laughs) It will sit there for a while. Yeah, Yeah. just admire it. Looking all clean and beautiful. (laughs) That's it, exactly. So you've obviously told us about 
your story, part of it. You've told us about your dancing and how you incorporated that when you were teaching the children. How do you kind of incorporate that today? in your in your business you know what it's funny because I think when I closed my dance school I blocked that out for such a long time it was almost like all that's done now and it's something new so it's only really recently that I'm starting to get back into it and realize that it is probably one of my most powerful spiritual gifts that I've been given so I have hugely blocked it out to watch this space but it will definitely unfold the right way it has to come back into my life um for for me and my mental health and and my spirituality Mm -hmm. but for others as well because movement is so powerful you know it gets rid of so much stagnant energy it can raise your vibration obviously we know the physical benefits of it as well but it was my savior like it saved me really throughout my whole life and I know it can do the same for other other humans it can, it can be a savior and if you think about like when we go back to like our ancestors or indigenous tribes like dance is the is the the key of bringing people together whether it be dancing around a fire or a celebration we would dance we would move we would sing we would chant so that the music element so connecting back to dance is hugely powerful and you kind of can't help as well. I don't know about you, but anytime a song comes on that is yeah. upbeat or you enjoy, oh, you can't help but move your body. <laughs> Absolutely. It's inbuilt in us, isn't it? It is. But I think, I think because of the worry of perfection that is put yeah. on us, that we have to look a certain way or we have to look like them or we're not built to dance. I'm like, no, like we need to drop this you know social media perfect of what dance is everybody can move so even if you are limited you know physically for whatever reason and you're in a chair there's still a ways to move and express and even if it's tapping or you know there's so much we can do and I want to break down the barriers with that like I did with dancing and the same with spirituality I want to break down the barriers of what it means to be spiritual like doesn't look a certain Mm -hmm. way doesn't sound a certain way you know, it's for everybody. It's not just for the few, you know, yeah. and I think that's really important because when I came into this space, I thought everything had to be aesthetically perfect. You know, yeah. if my if my crystals weren't looking fabulous and I wasn't looking fabulous and, you know, everything wasn't fabulous. And oh, my goodness, if I haven't saged around a full moon, it was like, <laughs> no, like it's just. This is the thing. People got into this perfection of spirituality or that, oh, my goodness, if I haven't meditated, I can't be spiritual or if I haven't done. Mm. And I'm like, no, let's drop that BS right now, you know, and break down those barriers as well is really important for me. It is so important in general as well, isn't it, mm. to to step away from those shoulds, how we should yeah. be doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation last night with um, the ladies that I was teaching the Akashic Records to. And I found myself apologizing because any time a question has been asked throughout the entire course, my answer has been listen to your intuition. What do you feel is the right thing for you to do in this position and obviously when you're learning something that perhaps isn't the answer that you want to necessarily hear um, because you our human brain wants to have those answers Mm -hmm. but it is so important that we do trust ourselves and listen to to that intuition inside and I love that the the impact that you're going to have on the spiritual world on the dancing world for everyone to incorporate it Mm -hmm. for everyone no matter who you are 
100%. And before we um, we came on live, I mm. did a little card pull and I thought we could have a little talk about what it could possibly mean and our thoughts surrounding it. And funnily enough, it was from the Dragon Deck and it's called Actramis. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing that right. And for me, this is very much an energy of looking behind you and almost being surprised by what is behind you and how different it is from what is in front of you. And it's kind of highlighting the the way that you can change your life, mm-hmm. change the direction of your life at any time. There is no one path for all of us that, you know, it's you can go down a different route at any point at all. And would you say that you agree with that ethos we can just change direction if we feel called to do it oh my goodness a hundred percent I think (laughs) and I think again I know I keep going on about society but it's the truth (laughs) like years ago we were very much told that learn this way get a career and you will have that career Mm -hmm. forever and that's so old school like that's outdated like that's that we're moving away from that and I and this is something I teach my daughter that if today you want to be an author, be an author. If you, But you can also change your mind. And maybe next week you might want to be a musician or you might want to be a lawyer. You do what you want to do and have fun along the way. Life is so short and it's yeah. fleeting all of the time. And I always say that, so if you're in business, for example, maybe something is financially working for you, but if it doesn't feel right, it's okay to let it go. And try exactly. something new. It's okay to explore something. And I've been exploring painting and I'm not doing it for a career. I'm doing it for my own fun. And again, mm. it's like exploring and connecting with that inner child and having fun just because. And I think what you said then as well about what's behind you, I, w- I just had this feeling of me like dancing and that, okay, that's in the past and I need to let it go. And that's what I felt for quite a few years after I closed my dance school whereas I'm like no yes it was in my past and I won't be doing the same teachings again but I'm still able to bring it forward and create something different from it so dance is still there but it's going to be different does that make sense it's going to be a different way yeah and come in the way that you need right now and that you Mm. need to bring to the world right now um and touching back on society we're having a go at society (laughs) (laughs) no society (laughs) Um, but you know throughout our schooling system we are taught we must pass we must get a certain mark so we must be perfect we must learn all the stuff and get a certain mark in order to have value and in order to you know do well and it means that we don't want to do anything wrong and that completely goes against this nature of following your intuition and so I think a lot of people can be held back like we were saying from changing paths from deciding actually that's not aligned to me anymore and that's okay because it comes away from well, no, I have to be perfect. I've decided to do that and I have to be perfect at it now. Mm. It is all a case of unpicking all of this stuff that has been placed onto us because we weren't born that way, were we? We weren't born with these preconditions on us. That's what you it's To me, it's quite damaging, you know, later on in life that if we feel that we don't achieve the standards of what is put upon us, and we don't get grades for maybe things we're not interested in anyway, 
it will come out later on in life. And I actually, I don't know if you've seen, but I did a live the other day and it came upon me just a wave of sadness that something that had been said to me 32 years ago. And I was in a, in primary school, I was eight years old and I was in one of my classes that I loved, dance. And the <laughs> teacher had asked me to, or not me, but the class had briefed us that we were going to be in an enchanted forest. That was the brief. She put the music on, we could do whatever we wanted to do. And I was like, oh, I'm loving life here. I am going to go for it. And I was cutting back brambles and I was seeing fairies and everything was just all magical. And at the end of the class, she said to me that she wasn't happy with what I did. It was over the top and I took up too much space. And I realized this was just a few days ago that it came to me. Something had happened, a comment 32 years ago. Have I worried about taking up too much space? Have I worried about being who I truly am? And I was like, is this another layer of, you know, there's a reason that I was remembering that just a few days ago to maybe tell other women, don't be afraid to take up space, take it up, you know, use your voice like you are with this podcast, use your voice, you know, share your gifts with the world. And we fear that, don't we, as women? I know we can talk about witch wounds and, and, and all of that as well, about taking up space and using our voices and, and things. But I think this is the, the new beginning for us as women particularly to take yeah. up space, to share yeah. that we are here and we ain't going anywhere. And, exactly. you know, and I love men. I really do. But yeah. I also think that the world has been heavily male-dominated and it's time, you know, they, they, they've had their day. Yes. <laughs> and I think Let's show them how it's done. <laughs> yeah, with love and compassion. We do, yes. Yeah. Yes. We love the men, but we love the men. it's time yeah. now. <laughs> it's time. Bow down. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love that. And I can feel, I don't know whether you can feel it around you, but there is a real shift. And I'm seeing so many women, as you've just said, like using their voices. And it's so beautiful to be able to see. And so many of us have the same story where we have felt in the past unable to share our voice and as though we're not worthy of speaking our truth or as though there's nothing worth listening to. It's so empowering to see so many women doing this for all of us and all of us can lean into it and we kind of touched upon it at the start of the podcast but in your own way like you mentioned about thinking in the past you had to sage every full moon and if you didn't do the things it meant I don't know what was going to happen but something was and it is the same for every aspect of spirituality isn't it where we you know we think I think especially when we're at the start of our journey that it has to look a certain way or we may read a blog about something or read a post about something and think oh this is what I have to do on this day on the full moon I have have to say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to do this I have to burn have everything to. Yeah. yeah but it's it's not meant to look one way for everyone and Absolutely. leaning into that intuition is is so important so thank you so much Lisa for joining me today for our very first guest podcast Aww. how exciting and please do make sure to go and check Lisa out we will leave her links in the description um, and I will speak to you soon
listening to today's episode of Witchy Woo. I hope you enjoyed the episode and why not come and connect with me further? You'll find all of the links down in the description and why not head on over to our free Facebook community, the Witchy Woo Soulful Sisterhood. You can check out my Patreon for more additional bonuses. If you want to take a deep dive into your spirituality, why not come and join us in the Confidence Coven membership for a soulful sisterhood? I'll see you in next week's episode. And don't forget, you're bloody awesome the way that you are. So let's sod the shoulds this week and make it a wonderful one. See you soon, lovelies. Witchy woo!